On this episode of AFPC Insights, I'm talking with AFPC Research Fellow Jacob McCarty about the recent normalization of relations between Israel and Sudan. Hi, Jacob. Hi, Annie. Yeah, uh, so I wanted to talk with you a little bit today about ongoing negotiations between uh, the Israeli governments and the Sudanese transitional one about the normalization of relations. Um, now, hopefully, these normalization of relations um, will carry over to when the Sudanese permanent government is installed, hopefully by 2022. There's a lot of reasons to think that it can and will. Um, there's also a lot of potential hiccups along the way. Um, we here in the U.S. should remain observant of these conversations for a number of reasons. Um, Sudan, under its previous dictatorship, uh, the government of Omar al-Bashir, who was, uh, which was deposed in 2019, um, was both passively and actively supportive of a number of international terror groups, uh, not the least of which was al-Qaeda. Um, the normalization of relations between Sudan and Israel has been an element of the Trump administration's Middle East peace plan, right? Sort of its, uh, its hallmark foreign policy uh, goal throughout the, the Trump, first term of the Trump administration. Um, this has been the most, this announcement between these two governments is possibly the most significant and productive development uh, in the history of their shared relationship dating back to at least the 1960s. Um, and most symbolically for folks in Washington, um, the rejection of the policies and practices and legacy of Omar al-Bashir is really one of the vestiges of recent American bipartisanship. Um, most poignantly in the aftermath of the atrocities in Darfur dating back to 2004, um, the House unanimously declared that there was a genocide by proxy committed by state-backed militias uh, in, in Sudan. Um, so the rate at which progress is happening since the toppling of al-Bashir in uh, 2019 is pretty staggering. Um, again, there's a lot of reasons to remain hopeful about this deal, um, but there are potential hiccups along the way. So Jacob, Sudan's normalization with Israel is a big deal and arguably more significant symbolically than Israel's similar agreements with the UAE and Bahrain because Khartoum was the site of the Arab League's famous three no's back in the 60s. So what benefits will cooperation with Israel provide to the new Sudanese government? Yeah, that's a great question, Annie. Um, obviously, the symbolic rebuke of the three no's regarding Israel, no peace with Israel, no recognition of Israel as a state, no negotiations with Israel. Um, Rejecting that is, is pretty huge. In terms of practical applications and practical ways that Sudan can benefit, um, in the short term, we're looking at a lot of aid. Uh, Israel's already provided aid to Sudan, um, could use quite a bit more as it's going through this challenging uh, transition process. In terms of long term, um, I would say that Israel is probably most able to support Sudan, and Sudan is most able to have a productive relationship with Israel by way of trade agreements, as well as mutual interest in not seeing uh, terror groups um, regain a foothold in the country. All right, so uh, another question for you. As you pointed out, Sudan is calculating that normalization with Israel will serve its strategic objectives. Can you explain what those are in the long run? And what does Khartoum want to achieve beyond simply rehabilitating its image in the world? Right now, uh, Sudan is more or less simply focused on survival. 
Um, it's going through this really, really difficult um, transition process to stable democracy, and it's in an, an incredibly tumultuous region of Ethiopia very quickly descending into civil war and the ongoing uh, civil war um, in uh, South Sudan at, at Sudan's border. Um, in terms of its long-term interest, though, beyond just sort of surviving in this grace period, Increasing liberalization and the support of its state is obviously going to be a top priority, as well as the long-term transition away from a military government or governments that's ruled exclusively by military figures and in support of civilian rule. My last question for you uh, is, I was wondering if you could talk about how the new Sudanese transitional government is doing overall. What are some of the impediments to its success? What should we be watching for? Transitional government's not in a good place. Um, there's no way to, to really mince words on that. Um, there's a disproportionate amount of power that is held by the military branch of the transitional governments as opposed to the civilian one, which is directly against its long-term interests. Uh, the Sudanese economy is really in, in a state of free fall at the moment. Uh, the country's dealing with the fallout of huge floods that have um, really hindered uh, areas of the country where a lot of people live and there's an agrarian economy. Um, and as mentioned, they're in a pretty fragile region as a whole. Um, so that's why support uh, economically and through the disbursement of aid is going to be so crucial at moments like these. Well, thank you so much, Jacob, for your time. I know we're gonna be watching this issue for a while, so I'm sure I will check back with you soon. Uh, looking forward to it, uh, or at the very least, looking forward to chatting, if not just watching this issue. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Thanks.